Welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nonsense. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy From Afar, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, reigning FPL champion Chuck Bailey, and super producer, he just put in a transfer request to another podcast, it's Ian Stimson! <laughs> Ian, I regret to inform you that your wages are far too high and the market is not as open as you think it is, and, and you, you will end up far, with Miles Offside next season. Far too old and definitely past your prime. Also that, yep, injury prone, who knows what's oh, in those legs. It was me thinking it was my last chance for a big transfer. Yeah. Okay. Hey, no you never mind. know, Real Madrid might bite. They, uh, they have a recent history of taking injury-prone old players for way too much money that you don't want to buy at the end of their prime. You want to buy at the beginning of their prime. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Okay, yeah, I mean, e- even describing this as my prime is a little bit worrying, but yeah. Hey, hey, Posh up to the championship. This is your chance, right? Do yeah. they need a striker? Are they going to sell all the players? What's going on with League One? Or, sorry, championship talk now. Yeah, championship talk, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, we're... we're the list of players that we're releasing, I'm not too upset with. Um, although one of them includes the guy we bought for like 1.3 million, but he's just not not cut it, so he's going. And hopefully we'll spend some money, yeah. But I mean, the best thing about what's happening at the minute is Lincoln have beat Sunderland 2 0 in the semi final nope. for their. Uh uh-uh. uh, moving playoff. on. No, moving you've got on. to hear this. You, you've got to hear this. Though, Hang because... on, is Sunderland, is Sunderland losing? I can abide Sunderland losing. That exactly. Yeah. Fine. Okay, fine. That transcends the yeah. pyramid. But you'll enjoy this as well, because there's some lovely little shithousery here. So Sunderland was so upset with Peterborough because we got our emergency loan goalkeeper, which was the most ridiculous thing ever, because we didn't need it. We had had a reserve keeper. I don't know why we needed an emergency loan. But then he turned out to be brilliant, saved a penalty, uh, etc., and and got us over the line. And um, then Lincoln's goalkeeper got, uh, got injured in training, and... They asked for an emergency loan goalkeeper, and they've got the same goalkeeper that Peterborough had, <laughs> Joe Persich. <laughs> and uh, they played him today and have beat Sunderland 2-0 in the first leg. So <laughs> they've got a nice little two-goal cushion. Sunderland might be staying in League One, and all their fans are absolutely furious about two emergency loan goalkeepers of the same guy that's gone against them. That's awesome. That's so it. good. I, love I, it. It, the only way that could be better is if the goalkeeper's a Newcastle fan. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only Desperate way that keeps Sunderland down, anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, quick, Oscar, segue. Go, go, go. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, that that has been your League One uh, Island talk. We are more than done with that. Um, <laughs> if you are joining us for the first time, thank you. We are very happy to have you. We are one American and two Brits, and we try to talk about soccer, but often get distracted. If you're back, thank you for coming back. Leave a review, patreon.com slash milesoffsidepod. Sign up at the producer level. You can tell us what to talk about. All sorts of cool things. It's it's free at the minute as well. We should mention that. It's free. It's free at the minute. Gratis. Off season, just get on board. Get on board with the Patreon for a couple of months. Get on the Slack. Good times. Good times. Well, times at least. but Times. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. This is it. The bare minimum. Um... <laughs> If you are listening, this is slightly of a delayed release. We did want to wait to record until after Chelsea had played Leicester in the big top four game. So we are recording on Wednesday. Uh, I believe Liverpool is currently live as we record. Live! Um, playing Burnley, right? The Mighty Mighty Burnley? Is that right? <laughs> Mighty, yeah. Mighty, yeah. Mighty Burnley. Yeah, third um, choice keeper and everything. So we want to keep this pretty short. So we're just going to get straight to the soccer. No rapid fire news this week. Condolences if you are here just for us not actually moving quickly through any particularly relevant news stories. Mm. Um, but we will kick things off with checking in on the first team that has been in a top four race and had a very busy week in that regard since the last time we recorded. And that is Leicester City. Leicester on Tuesday, May 11, beat Manchester United, Manchester United C-Squad, I believe, or uh, the Youth <laughs> Cup kids. The Academy. Uh, two to one. And they had the XG victory 1.0 to 0.2. So a solid deserved win against a very good team from Leicester there. Uh, following that up on Saturday, winning the FA Cup over Chelsea, which oh, we'll get to for the Chelsea side of it later. Just I genuinely later. forgot about that. <laughs> Did they beat yeah. Chelsea? Did you pick up? They did beat Chelsea. Yes, uh, I'm pulling up the. <laughs> yeah, but you never cared about it anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll, like I said, we'll get to the Chelsea side of it, but absolutely, congratulations to Leicester on that one. Leicester won Chelsea zero. Chelsea one point one to Leicester's zero point six. So they burned lead in FA Cup final. But to be honest, it does mean more to them than it would to us. So shout out Leicester. Good job on winning the the FA Cup genuinely for the first time in their history. Um, and then Tuesday, the big one. 
for Leicester and Chelsea. And that was Chelsea 2, Leicester 1, Chelsea 2.9 to Leicester's 0.8. So Leicester have dropped off significantly in the top four race. They are down to 44%. Um, but they won the FA Cup. So I guess we'll kind of start there. Uh, I'll throw to Chuck as a team that is often mid-table and I believe has limited, if any, FA Cup success. Would you, if you were in Leicester's position right now, be happier about the FA Cup win or more upset about missing top four? Well, it's just whether you want to be the Arsenal, whether you're just happy with FA Cup and uh, and fourth place. You know, So if Leicester fans are comfortable with being the new Arsenal, um, that's, that's fine. Um, limited history in the FA Cup final. We've been in the final twice... Palace so uh, it's silverware I think I think you know one, Leicester had the taste of the of the big time when they won the league and and those fans have been duly rewarded I think in the last few years since uh, with some very entertaining football and some good achievements so you know other clubs have caught up with big but I say caught up sorry have pulled away with uh, extra spending and those kind of things. So it was always going to be difficult to replicate in that way. But if you can transition that into other trophies, you're always going to love it as a fan. Always getting to see your team and the, and the fans that were in the stadium for the game, I think, question mark, maybe. Who knows? There you were know. some, yes. yes there were, Thank you. There were, yeah. So so getting <laughs> the opportunity for that is is fantastic and it's once in a lifetime. So uh, good on them. That was a, it was a good win. And I, and I think you're right, Oscar, and, and even though it sounds incredibly churlish when you say it like that like oh I didn't want it anyway it seems like you know it means more to them but I but I think it it does I I think a a validation of Tuchel and and getting a guaranteed piece of silverware now would possibly be better I mean you've still got the Champions League uh to go for um but yeah I think it's 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 good always good when your team wins trophies whatever they are unless it's the Emirates Cup Arsenal (laughs) (laughs) for the record i was not being facetious i genuinely am happy for them that they won a trophy that like they've never won before that is a big deal um obviously falling significantly off the pace in the top four race from being in third and everything in their hands to play for now they are ahead of liverpool by three points but liverpool are currently playing and liverpool already have the goal difference advantage so if they win, that'll only increase. Looking tough. Looking tough for Leicester going into playing Spurs on the last day and needing a better result than Liverpool. That's not going to be hard, though, beating Spurs. <laughs> no, not minute, lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible team. Spurs uh, managed by a dog mayor. Um, <laughs> the narrative we're running with, apparently. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm going for. Uh, so, Ian, what do you what do you think? Talk to me about Leicester. What do you, where are you at with them? I think it's interesting. I wonder, I wonder what the owner would prefer. I the dog? Whether the... Uh, no, sorry, not the uh, not the manager or whoever of uh, or the owner of the dog mayor of Tottenham or whatever the fuck. No, um, the owner the owner of uh, Leicester. I wonder whether they would prefer the Champions League. I think they probably would. Um, as much as as much as uh, he seemed to enjoy being on the pitch and uh, getting the FA Cup. Um, yeah, that is a tricky one because I, until Leicester perennial perennial. What's that word? Perennially. Perennially. Specificity all over again. Uh, Become Arsenal and uh, sort of do this every year or or get close every year, then you'd, you know, that that wouldn't be good. But I don't know. I'm I'm inclined to agree with Chuck. I think the fans would probably take take that silverware if offered it at the start of the season over... Champions League. I really don't know. I really don't know. Having never been in that position, especially because they punch above their weight. That's it. Like as much as we that joke the about thing, them being it? bottle yeah. jobs, they're not. It's not a bottle job. I don't think. I think it's like it's a bottle job if you're like way better and you fall behind and then slip out to a lesser team. Um, yeah, it's an overperformance to be fourth or fifth. It, exactly. Isn't it? So it's, yeah, if, if the fixtures went in a different order and they went from eight to fifth towards the end of the season mm. that's nowhere near the same yeah. as if they go from third to fifth like the end result is exactly what it is but chuck re- repeat after me real quick no regression to the mean progress past the mean yep that's the one <laughs> we found it we found actual regression to the mean this is exactly it lester are sixth on underlying value underlying numbers huh. basically unexpected points or expected goal difference per 90 and they are falling back towards fifth slash sixth like that is well they're not going to end up in sixth but like they're basically not that far off if if things go poorly, right? Because there is one more match to play. And if they beat Spurs by enough, then, you know, 
they will still have it in their hands uh, no matter what happens in the Liverpool game, like if they win by enough, right? So like it is still possible, but... And they they still get Europa either way. Like it's still European football next year. Yeah. Like it's... it's, it's not, like yeah, with, whatever, whatever happens, it has to go down as a six, really successful season for them, I think. Yeah, and they're just not the third best team. Like they just aren't. And then, you know, by the end of the season, usually that's how XG works. It plays out that way. So like... At the same time, like you guys said, they did get an FA Cup. And I, yeah. I saw someone on, um, I think it was in Kaylee's mentions at this point. That's how deep we're getting. But called them Wigan Deluxe as opposed to Arsenal <laughs> because they got the <laughs> FA Cup, but they're not going to make top four probably. Like, That's so know. harsh. Wigan Deluxe is That's so harsh. That's a stretch. Harsh. It's not FA Cup and <laughs> yeah. relegated. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes it seem like Leicester, like... If this was pre-season and you said Leicester aren't going to get Europe, like that would be a considered a failure. You'd just be like, oh, okay. Like there would be no yeah, reaction. Yeah. Fair you enough. ask any Fair enough. any Leicester fan at the start of the season, uh, would you take an FA Cup and a place in Europe at the end of the year? And they would say yes. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right. So let's look ahead then to the match coming up for Leicester. They're playing Spurs on the last day of the season. season. Uh, I do have my fixture rater up, um, which is based off of XG data. And according to the fixture rater, they are a 0.16 favorite over Tottenham. So as pretty, pretty close to 0-0, meaning neutral. So my rater has them very close to a draw. I believe there's only two matches that are rated more basically dead even mm-hmm. than that one on the last match. So do you guys think that they have... We, jo- we joke a lot about how Spurs are shit, but they're not actually that shit. Um, do you guys think that, like, Leicester are gonna... Yeah, it'd be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, they can. Of course, they can do it. Spurs can. Spurs are just too bipolar. It really is like one way or the other, and they've been overperforming this year already. So there you go. Okay, so less. Uh, so Chuck says yes. Uh, Ian, what do you think? Do you think that Leicester are going to crack top four? Or do you think that it'll all fall apart on the last day for them? I think it's it's a stretch, but it is it is obviously doable. Much, much, much stranger things have happened, like Leicester surviving in 2014 or whatever it was, and then going on to win win the Premier League. So much stranger things have happened. I think it's going to be a stretch now. Um, Liverpool are continuing to make a meal out of Burnley um, as we speak, still nil-nil. So that, that would obviously change <laughs> I always things, enjoy but, it when um, we live talk about a game. I know, like, people listen I know. to this but just what like, do we do? you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Burnley's know, third string keeper scored a header. I'm bored of talking about Leicester. Can we talk about Alisson scoring a header to win the game in like yeah, a okay, fine. This is a good place if we're, if we're bringing up Liverpool anyway. Sunday, May 16, we had Liverpool just fucking barely, I'm so fucking mad about this, beat West Brom. I don't care. West Brom won Liverpool 2. You can't be mad. West Brom 1.1 to Liverpool's 2.1. So the scoreline exactly matches the XG. Fair enough to Liverpool. And I know, I fucking know, you're supposed to just love a keeper header. I get it. But if they had dropped those points, then Chelsea would officially be in the top four and wouldn't have to play anything. Yeah, but but we don't care. We don't care. A goalkeeper (laughs) scored in, like, extra time... Yeah, so we like, that's that's fucking fun, man. That's and pretty he fun. Was yeah, like it's pretty fun. Crying afterwards because obviously, like he had the bad stuff with his dad recently and passing away, so it was hella emotional. And I'm like, if I can, it's got to be a good moment if I'm on board with Liverpool. That's what I'm saying. Fair and enough. Fair enough. I did go, oh yeah, and then immediately <laughs> was like, wait, no, angry. Oh, I feel so unclean. <laughs> So unclean. <laughs> uh, but it was it was very fucking exciting. But besides that, like, they made a meal of West Brom. This is West Brom, yeah. the worst fucking team in the league. Well, they're currently winning the Battle of the Wests. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Thomas, Thomas Suchek goals, goal. Yeah. You know, they he- are actually, I should say, they are currently just Brom. They have neither West nor Albion anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. How does that work then? So are they uh, uh, a West Ham, West Ham? If they, if they win Ham this, and- they might be West Bromwich United. <laughs> <laughs> and then West Ham are just Ham. So where are we at on Liverpool? Other than the exciting Allison goal, right? Like they cannot drop any points it, from now to the end of the season, and have to hope that. Um, well, I guess if, yeah, and have to hope that the Leicester scoreline doesn't go against them either to make it through. But that other side of that being that five thirty eight has them at seventy percent. The good thing, say not to backtrack to Leicester, but the good thing is that at the minute. You know, Liverpool have the goal difference, but Leicester have more goals. So, like, yeah. if they tie, if they can tie it up on goal difference, Leicester can still get it. So, 
that's an interesting one. I think, I mean, Liverpool must have they've they've been doing well to to pull it back and keep this interesting. Like they've won the games they needed to win. Yeah. Um, you know, as much as you joke, yes, it is West Brom. Um, that's that's fucking hilarious. But you know, they haven't lost since uh, oh Fulham in on the seventh of March. Um, so you know, six wins and two draws in the last eight games. Like that's they're doing all they can for it. So they're kind of playing it into their own hands enough. Um, it's just whether you know you never want to be in that situation, do you? Where it's not in your control potentially. Ian knows that. <laughs> As of right now, they are one ahead on goal difference. So if they win here, let's say they win 1-0, right? Just to kind of make it a little easier on the math. They'll be two goals ahead on goal difference. That's that's definitely enough that it could be overcome on the last day. 100%. Like, it's not it's it, it's very much in the fucking cards for them. And again, we talk about regression to the mean, we talk about xG being the best predictor of the final table, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Liverpool are the third best slash tied with Manchester United for third slash fourth best team in the league on underlying numbers. So for them to finish top four, again, we look a lot at the trajectory of how the teams get there because that's where their narrative is. That's where the fun is, honestly. Like if it, if if soccer was just numbers on a spreadsheet, like it would just be me and Adam and Dave watching. Like, you know, <laughs> the fun is the way you get there, right? It, it, it was the friends we made along the way. Um <laughs> Uh-huh. But uh, Liverpool deserve to be in the top four by the underlying numbers, so I really don't have that much of a problem with it. Do you think that they'll hold on? I think they probably, on balance, I think they probably will. I okay. think less. I think Leicester are going to miss out. Although it really, it does depend. It does depend what Tottenham turn up, doesn't it? I don't think it. I don't think you can legislate for what what Tottenham are going to be. Uh, they could they fuck Chelsea Leicester. over. They could fuck Chelsea over if they like really fucking play terrible and just give the game to Leicester. Like, tell me Spurs at this point with nothing else to play for don't want to fuck Chelsea. Like, ever, you know, that's in the cards. <laughs> I'm just saying it is there. Dog Bayer might run out like the the C squad, the Manchester United squad at this point. Dog <laughs> could do. Could happen. Ah, uh, all right, Chuck. You said that Leicester would make it. So I'm putting you on the spot here then. Do you think that Liverpool will make it, which means that Chelsea would miss out? Um, Only two out of the three can be in there. No. No, I think it's more likely to be Chelsea and Leicester. Okay, so you're saying Liverpool drop points between now and the end of the season slash don't score enough, potentially. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) All right. It's only a game, isn't it? I I give it to Liverpool over Leicester myself, but because XG, right? So, like, I have to. Yeah. Uh, which does um, does bring us to my team, who had quite the fucking interesting week this week. <laughs> um, we touched, I mean, two of the games were against Leicester, so we touched on it a bit. But the three results since the last time we recorded was Chelsea 0, Arsenal 1. Mr. Simpson, please cue the jingle. Ooh, they're better than they ought to be. Burnley of the week. That's right. We had Chelsea 0, Arsenal 1. I said that before the song, but the XG was 1.9 to 0.6. So we tripled their XG according to XG Philosophy. I believe Understat had it slightly closer. 1.6 to 0.7, so still pretty much a tripling. No, Chuck, don't do the math on that. Just trust me. It works okay. out. It's a tripling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. sure. Um, Feels so dirty. Yeah. Really frustrating. Really frustrating to get Burnley by Arsenal, but obviously having just beaten City a few days before that, and having an FA Cup final very shortly after that with only two days of rest. You kind of forgive Chelsea, at least on my end, for being a little distracted, I guess. I don't know. Um, there was a lot of talk of mentality this week with Chelsea, which is really interesting because that's not usually what he was at. He's more of a statsy guy. But they did look a bit unfocused. I will say that. Um, do you guys have any particular takes on Chelsea Arsenal as opposed to like the bigger picture Chelsea stuff we'll talk about in a second? No, fuck Arsenal. They've just gone 3-1 up in fucking extra time. It was 1-0. It was 1-0 two minutes ago. Palace fucking, oh well, Hodgson's going anyway, so fuck it. Uh, do All I right. have any thoughts on Chelsea <laughs> Arsenal? Um, no. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a pretty boring match, uh, Chuck, so I don't blame you. Let's just go, <laughs> let's Power through to Saturday, which was not also a particularly entertaining match. That's kind of the storyline with Chelsea lately. But 
We had Chelsea 0, Leicester 1, Chelsea 1.1 to Leicester 0.6. So another Burnleying. Uh, bad timing because this was in an FA Cup final. Um, I will give my takes on it. One, I was angry at myself to find how much I actually wanted it on the day of when all I ever say is who cares about the FA Cup, who cares about the FA Cup. The fucking day of the final rolls around. I'm sitting in a pub with a bunch of English people and uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, oh, there's the fouls. Game's gone. You know, like those kinds of fans. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it. I do want this. Fuck. I was like <laughs> really mad when we lost. <laughs> really, really mad when we lost. But I did say all along that if I had to pick between the two and I, you know, of course, I'm going to continue to say this now, but I genuinely have always meant it. Tuesday being the more important of the matches. I'll give you gentlemen a chance to give some takes on Chelsea losing the FA Cup final. Call me out on my shit for talking about how I don't want it. Any of that? Come on, let's <laughs> have it. That's... Come on. Yeah, well, me. no, I, I think you are perfectly reasonable in what you say up all the way through it, uh, where you don't want the extra games, blah, 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 you know, and I'm, I'm with you. I think the League Cup should be ditched immediately, but the FA Cup's got a bit more tradition about it, and of course, mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. you get to the final, you're going to want the trophy. That's just, that, that's... We all knew it was going to happen. I think even you would admit that you knew that was going to happen when yeah, it came to it was, the actual you know, game. In the cards. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's fair enough, but it just it just was not your day, was it? And the thing the thing was that I don't know any neutral who was unhappy with the way that game went. And that's just because like you said it's Leicester, it's Leicester's first first FA Cup win. Um I had a sort of slight vested interest because obviously I know you, but at the same time I was like, "Oh, this is this is great that Leicester have won it. The scenes on the pitch uh, were great with the owner and that." So it was hard to begrudge them anything. Um, and yeah, I mean, even on my end, I agree. Like genuinely, yeah, just seeing them celebrating, exactly. I was like, "Oh, go Leicester, good for you guys." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, you you can accept that you wanted it, but it was also not that important to Chelsea in the grand scheme of things. Now we've won um, it like five times in the last 15 yeah. years or something, four or five times. Exactly. Like, it's, I mean, for the know. pure chaos and delight of it, what I would like to happen uh, so far is sort of playing out in that I would have liked Leicester to win the FA Cup. I would like Chelsea to finish fifth, but then qualify for the Champions League by winning the Champions League final. That's what I want. That like, would be great. Honestly, I'm on board with that. Of, yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, I mean, it was just one of the. It was just one of them games where I, I could see it happening. To be honest, yeah, uh, I should say we were burned, you know. but like Leicester were in it. It's not like we like it wasn't yeah. the XG was like two point nine to zero point one. Like we we kept the door open for them enough, even with the underlying numbers, that like they took a chance and they went through. And I and I don't even blame Keppa for the record. <laughs> Uh, no, fair enough. Oh it yeah, was a hell of a oh, goal as well. Yeah, long range shot against Kepa. No shit. <laughs> Who knew? Who, Who knew? Who'd have thunk? Nah, but it was a hell of a shot. It was a hell of a shot. Um, my big concern coming out of this one, to be honest, was the mentality. And I know that's not a joke, even though it sounds like a Passion. joke. Um, because these are young kids, right? Like this Chelsea squad is really fucking young. And even if I'm, you know, armchair coach sitting here being like, we don't need the extra fixtures. Who cares about the FA Cup? Like. The players care about the FA Cup. And there was fans there. It was their first time playing in front of fans in a long time. Like, Mm. I was very worried about that young group of players coming out of there feeling defeated, going into the massively important top four match and the FA uh, and the Champions League final in a couple of weeks. By the way, happy May 19, gentlemen. Happy May 19. (laughs) We are recording on the holiest of soccer days. Um, But then we looked at Tuesday and to just kind of keep going. With the Chelsea storyline here, we had Chelsea 2, Leicester 1, Chelsea 2.9 to Leicester's 0.9. Oh, sorry, Liverpool have just scored. Firm Bobby. Boo. Just before halftime. I would like if they drop points, because then I don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be better if I didn't have to worry about it. No, something. there's got to be some form of actual jeopardy on the last day of the season. Like, every year it always seems to be like, oh, we get to the last day and there's like everything's done relegation's done the league's been won and then it's always just fourth place like it's boring I mean I'll I'll take a draw because then Liverpool Leicester have to duke it out on the last day of the season like that's still not decided you know but just some some sort of drop points I want like a mini table in the bottom of the screen and it keeps changing all day I don't know what's going to happen Um, well Chelsea are currently at the top of that mini table no matter what happens in this Liverpool match after their victory over Leicester yesterday putting our uh, Champions League percentage to 87, according to 
538. So that's feeling pretty good. We have a match against Aston Villa, um, which is rated by my fixture rater as a 1.0. So decidedly in Chelsea's favor. Um, it's, it's an unbounded metric. So, um, you know, you can't, there's never going to be the best matchup ever. Like there could always be a better team and a worse team, but in general, we see the range go from about negative two to positive two. So a 1.0 positive is like a very, very favorable fixture. Um, and I think Chelsea are going to do it. I don't know. Like that, that performance against Leicester yesterday was comprehensive. 2.9. Like we could have scored another according to the XG easily, maybe even should have. Oh, well, um, and you had two disallowed via Werner. I mean, we... Curse Child. Uh, curse Child still yeah, cursed. Yeah, oh, Curse Child. So, honestly, we, I think we said when he was first came to Chelsea about how likely it was that he was going to be caught offside so often. But I thought he might have learned by now. No, that's just in his style of play. It's built into the way he let people but plays. I think and there's so- a, that I think there's a problem. I, I understand exactly what you're saying that it's built into his style of play, but I think there's a problem with him identifying when to time his run or mm. or to get back on side when his run hasn't has come to nothing. You know, nothing, nothing, no end products come from it. it it's really quite bad. And then <laughs> the celebrating of a goal when you have handballed it in, and he knew he was going to get it fired off. Because it wasn't even close. It was obviously he'd handballed it in. He knows that. So to go and do a fucking knee slide in front of the fans, some it, point something's got to kick. Fake it till you make it, bruh. <laughs> something's got to kick in at some point yeah. and go, I mean, this is definitely going to get varred off. What am I doing? Yeah. Not happy with Werner. Christian Menteke's outscored him by four goals this year. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, and actually... Those two shots are a good example of part of what's tricky about analyzing Timo Werner as a player, because neither of those shots technically ever happened, according to the stats. So he does not get any XG for either of those shots, despite like almost being in like a ridiculously high XG situation. Both illegal. No. Yeah, because technically once the foul, (laughs) like, you know. That just yep. doesn't count. Wait, like for offsides as well? He generates as much XG as he does with all of his crazy offside shots not counting towards Holy him. shit. He is not... He is cursed. Yeah, he's really <laughs> cursed. He's like super duper duper cursed because all those marginally offside shots that are like, you know, pretty much like he he almost... You know, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like those, for most yeah. people's estimation of him as a striker would say that he is getting involved and creating chances. Is he... Is he the German Bamford? No, he's not. Not yet. Sample is size. He German, Come on. Is he the it's German Bamford? German Bamford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is Chuck. Yeah, Ian, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Ugh. All right. So what are you guys at on Chelsea then going into the last day? Chelsea Villa. Chelsea pretty heavily favored. Do you think we'll hold on? Just give me an answer. Yes or no, Chuck? What do you think, Chelsea? You already said no, but I'm giving you a chance to reevaluate your life choices. <laughs> but but what have you, have no. you heard Did that I? might have swayed you? Oh, yeah. I you said, said Liverpool yes. will miss out. Yeah, 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 yeah I said Liverpool going to miss out. Yeah. Still a yes for you then. Yeah. Great. Ian, how about you? Still a yes? Yeah, I think obviously you're in a position now where it's yours to lose. And I don't, I think this team's too good to, to lose it, I think. Great. Excellent. I would I would also build on that and say that two Burnleyings in a week does not a crisis make, so everybody needs to calm the <laughs> fuck down in the Chelsea community. Thank you very much. Oh, is there really a bit of a oh, crisis? Oh, people uh, are talking about, like, will we have to fire Tuchel after the Champions League final, maybe? <laughs> oh, behave. All right, I know. Like, fucking Chelsea fans, man. Ugh. Anyway, um, shall we talk a little bit about City? They don't have anything to play for in the league, so, like, you know, take all of this with a grain of salt. But they conceded three to Newcastle and then lost to Brighton. By conceding three again. Like, that's, you know, trouble. You've you've got to be happy with this run-up to the Champions League. I certainly am happy. Yeah, absolutely. You want to talk about psychological effects and mentality. I don't know how they're feeling going into this. I don't know. I think it's just for them, it's just about keeping loose, really. That's that's got to be it. And in a way, going down to 10 men against Brighton is good practice because they didn't really have the ball as much. It didn't seem on balance. Brighton were attacking a lot. It's potentially a better practice for Chelsea having less players and having to work harder i don't know in my head i don't know whether it's my anti-brighton bias but that's like the dumbest red card i've seen in quite a long time yeah i'm i was confused i really was he never looked back he never looked back and never kind of saw welbeck he goes to head it as welbeck comes in the ball's headed like and they do him for denying obvious goal scoring opportunity like i don't i don't know if we're going to go on about the margins of offside being a thing like there's surely there's a there's margins for that because he headed the ball it was going away I reckon Edison probably would have got there first 
and then he just gets sent yeah. off. And it goes to VAR, and I thought I, I, I was 100% really getting surprised. overturned. That's a yeah. madness, and then it just stuck. I, don't I was super surprised. Game, not game's to, gone. Uh, game's gone, bruv. See, <laughs> <laughs> can't make a tackle anymore. Yeah, but I think this one's this one's actually fine. He didn't make because... a tackle. That's what's so weird. He it, just like it wasn't even a foul. I don't think it was bizarre. Look, I I did not just spend a half hour bitching about how the refereeing went for us yesterday against Leicester. So you know, you get some calls, you lose some calls. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah. We got we got fucking hard done by yesterday, but whatever. We won, and also like that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Um. So I guess we do have one more episode to record before the Champions League final, but heat check a few weeks out, a couple of weeks out. Where are you guys at with Chelsea right now after the cre- the crazy week they just had, losing two, but, you know, maybe looking all right? Where are you at with City? Not much to play for, but still, mm. you know, creating goals at least. Like, how are you feeling going into the Champions League final two weeks out? I don't, I don't know if we can really infer anything at the minute from both the teams. Like, it's Chelsea have been... But up and down, you know, like you said, there's the the psychological of losing in a final, but then pulling it back and and fighting against the same team, albeit that that team probably spent more and a lot more energy and had less rotation going between the two games. Uh, City have conceded six goals to Brighton and Newcastle in the space of a week, but also they're not playing for anything other than keeping fit, keeping okay, uh, maybe working on some things to with Chelsea in mind. Um, and I'm sure that's that's probably the advantage that City have is that Chelsea in the league still had something to play for for quite a while. Does that mm-hmm. mean that they expel more energy before the Champions League? Um, I, I don't really have anything. And it's also because I still fear that it's going to be such a dull game. It is. I don't, it is going to be a very dull game. I don't want to get excited about it now because <laughs> then I won't definitely won't be excited about it. Uh, in a couple of weeks. Fair enough. Time. Fair enough. Yeah, it's it's going to be a nail biter for like Chelsea and City fans only, uh, because it's going to be zero zero to like the eighty eighth minute, and just it's yeah. going to it's going to come down to like one slip or one perfect pass or whatever. It's fucking terrifying. Mm. How about you, Ian? Though, how are you? What are you at on these two teams, like relative to each other? I'm I'm with you. I think it, we are in coin flip territory for now because I think it's very hard to infer anything. As of yet, I, I'm I'm glad Man City have had this dip in form and start to concede because it does make things uh, more interesting. You've got Tommy Tooks who always seems to be able to pull it together for the big games, seemingly. Uh, Pep, who's always got a, a weird tactical choice mm. in him when it when it comes to big games, he could he could spring something very odd. Uh, he's definitely got that in him. I'm yeah, I'm honestly I wouldn't know. Which way to bet on it at the minute? Interesting, um, and I think it's super. It's super interesting, even if the match won't be. Yeah, fair. I mean, bookies' odds at the minute have it with City. Yeah, they, and they, they should. City are the better team. Like, but yeah. I mean, City even money basically, <clears throat> and Chelsea three to one. So really, yeah, it's quite weighted okay. towards Man City, but it's within yeah. the realms of variance. Like uh, as we said, five thirty-eight yeah. has it at fifty-seven to forty-three. So there you go. Hmm. That's not three to one. Sounds like a good bet then. Yeah, three to one does actually. Yeah, forty three percent versus three to one. Yeah, there you go. That's our uh, recommended bet of the week. Brought to you by. (laughs) After saying it's a coin flip, that's our lock of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we said it's a coin flip. We gave you the odds. It's basically fifty fifty. Take this bet. Value. It's free, free money, isn't it? Diamond yeah. hands. Um, if you do want to know the actual best bet for the last week, the best bet is on Liverpool to beat Palace. Sorry, Chuck. That is the most uh, favorable fixture according to XG. Not happening. The one time Liverpool fans get to see their previous champion team, and it's going to be against us, we're definitely spoiling the party. That's oh, please, cool. please do. Yeah. I, for, I forgot, I genuinely forgot Narrative. that Liverpool Palace was the last game. And that, yeah, of course, that's why I chucked I mean, we haven't beaten them for like out, three yeah. years, but. <laughs> Still, whatever. Yeah, I'm with you, actually. Yeah, Liverpool are going to miss out. <laughs> yeah! yeah <laughs> let's have it. Let's have it. <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for uh, soccer, unless you guys want to talk about how Mason Mount is Chelsea Player of the Year, but I don't really think you would. No. So. Uh, okay. We could talk about Harry, Harry Kane handed in transfer requests. He's, he's leaving. He's leaving, Jeff. 
Just <laughs> don't be uh, don't be sad. It's over. Just be glad it happened. Oh dear, he was crying when he Harry said goodbye Kane. to the fans. Oh, so long. It's definitely happening. We hardly knew you. Do you guys really think he's going to leave, though? <laughs> like, well, actually? Okay. Is he, well, I mean, he might. He I don't was, know. It's funny, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that he wants to, because even if he doesn't, Spurs fans have to know that he doesn't want to be there anymore, which, like, Sky that's keep, the sad part of it anyway. Graphics. They keep putting up these graphics where it's like, Harry Kane, 310 games for Tottenham, 220 goals scored, trophies, zero. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> they keep doing it to push the narrative. I mean, it's now uh, or never, really, and I think it. Wes, Wes never. Morgan has won a Premier League and an FA Cup. You know, shout right, out Wes Morgan, who uh, <laughs> <laughs> the American announcer called him elderly, and I looked it up, and I think he's your age, Ian, and that <laughs> fucking brought me such delight. <laughs> like, yeah, he's my canary down the mine. While he's still winning yeah. trophies, there's still a chance for me. Ah, <laughs> oh, good oh, times. Dear. Good times. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I merely portray that because you know Harry Kane, one of the best strikers that the Premier League has seen, is is trophyless, and it, it yeah, he's he reached the time where he probably there. does. It is weird though because away, you know? it like the money, the money for Kane. If it, if it genuinely is Tottenham are going to ask for 150 million, like you can get Erling Haaland for 150 million, and yeah. you'll get him on whatever contract. And then you'll probably sell him for a profit in a few years. Like, and like yeah. realistically, there are four teams who could afford this because Barca and Real Madrid are a fucking mess financially. And I do think that like they're actually going to have to reckon with that this summer. Yeah, so it's PSG, it's City, it's Chelsea, and it's United. And he already said he refuses to go to United or Chelsea. So like, are you? So you're just basically betting on City or PSG deciding that they want to spend 150 million on Kane when they have already po- Pochettino. Yeah, but they have Mbappe. Why would they get Kane when they have Mbappe? Yeah, it's a, it's a super interesting market, a super interesting time for a player like him to to ask to leave. I mean, he's some if if he is going to leave, something's going to have to give in Tottenham's request or his wages, perhaps. I, it depends how important he deems it. But this could be a genuine bad turning point for Spurs because. How are they supposed? To, how are they supposed to attract anyone else if Harry Kane wants to leave? Do you think getting Jose Mourinho in probably wasn't the smartest idea for Tottenham? In retrospect, yeah. <laughs> well, not like, even in it's retrospect. It's not really in retrospect. Like we, everyone <laughs> no, said no. at the time, like this is not going to end well. Like it was never going to end yeah. well because yeah, it's Jose. And, and yet, like, though, no. the only fucking reason that Kane is good enough to be able to hand in a transfer request right now is because, because of the of way Jose that Mourinho, Mourinho unlocked him this year. So, like. Shout out Mourinho for making Kane even at all desirable to anybody other than Spurs fans. Like, so basically, everything <laughs> so Mourinho harsh. was uh, trying to achieve by going to Spurs was to fuck up Spurs, like yep. mess with their uh-huh. results and get Sleep their raging. best player backfiring again so that he can leave. <laughs> he's, Chelsea, he's proper Chelsea, isn't he? Proper he's Chelsea. proper Chelsea, baby. All the <laughs> way. That was his all third stint at Chelsea. It was just yep. he was still Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's going to be super interesting how it all plays out. What's Son going to want to do? Is he going to want to go as well? Or do they manage to convince Harry to stay? It's, it is going to be interesting for Tottenham. Oh, actually, before we do move on, Chuck, Hello. do you want to spare a moment for uh, Roy Hodgson getting a, the dinosaur? The Crystal Palace dinosaur getting a face The rift. Crystal Palace dinosaur. Oh, you played the, the music again. <laughs> like, this will be no, no, that's fine. No, nah, fuck that. Uh, play the other music. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want? <laughs> yeah! Is that Frank Lampard's entry music? Uh, is that Lampard's entry music? Well, no. So it, it got announced the other day and we kind of said like it was coming and it felt like it. And it's always kind of the rose-tinted specs. Like when you know it's ending, you start to look back. And he's been a good servant. However, I just have not enjoyed watching this football yeah. team for so long. Uh, and I just want to see something. And the thing is that the managers that we're being linked with are those that are potentially going to play uh, more exciting football. Like, you know, Lampard, if he's just going to attack, like his teams can't defend. So we are just going to attack. And uh, the other one, 
I mean, the other two are man- the managers of teams that are playing each other in the championship playoff final. Um, so I think it's Steve Cooper at Swansea and uh, Valerian Ishmael at Barnsley, who's done a fantastic job there. Um, Steve Cooper was the England youth manager when they won like the World Cup with uh, Jaden Sancho and Phil Foden and that. So mm. also showing like a real thing for developing young players. So it's kind of interesting and, and exciting. And, and I don't care for any of the people who say, oh, be careful what you wish for. Like, because, you know, I, I want to watch football to be entertained. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about how everyone's talked about how there's a rebuilding job to be done there and you can't have a 70 something man do that necessarily you know you you Mm. could do with some young blood and uh yeah he checks out the game having been as you say an amazing servant so yeah you've got to give him got to give him credit but at the same time i can totally understand that he wanted him to move on i mean it was it was definitely definitely for crystal palace it's like against Arsenal and obviously wasn't really watching the game, but I watched the start and then before, uh, just as kind of after Palace conceded the first goal and etc. And you're like, it's your last game at Selhurst Park. It's like the one time playing in front of the fans all season and you still pick like a ridiculously defensive team and whatever, like, <laughs> fuck it. Like, why Why did we get Batshuayi on loan to sit on the bench all year? Why did we get yeah. Mateta on loan? I know it's a, it's an 18-month loan, so it's fine. Like, he's still got a full season with us and an obligation to buy. Fine. But, like, play him in the team. These under... You know, the Palace under-18 team didn't win the under-18 Premier League only on goal difference on the last day. Uh, the under-23s have been absolutely flying and pushing for promotion as well. Like, these players are hungry and want to do something and want to... Like, Put on a fucking exhibition. We've just had bad news with Eze being injured until 2022 because yeah. he ruptured his yeah. Achilles in training. And so help me fucking God if it was Patrick van Arnholt and he's about to leave and go like Galatasaray or something. I will not be happy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you've got this chance. Like just play, just go out. And you've said in yeah. the last few weeks, oh, we've expressed ourselves a bit more. And then, you know, you get the result against Villa and you you have a few more exciting games. You're like, for fuck's sake, mate. But he's gone now, so that's fine. I do think Lampard would be perfect. He did a great job rebuilding for us with a bunch of young players from the academy. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think any of any of the three I mentioned, like I'd be happy with at this point. I think there's a there's a justification and a fairness for all three of them. I think Lampard's a bit more of a glamour pick, even though he's not achieved as much. If you see what I mean, sure. Um, yeah. Just because no, he's, he's not the face. Office, though, isn't he? Yeah. But, you know, I'd be like Ishmael's a bit more of a chance because he's not had as much of a longevity, but he's done fantastic things with Barnsley to get them into uh, where they are. And Steve Cooper's been amazing at Swansea as well. And his, his history working with young players speaks for itself as well. So, yeah, we'll probably get Eddie Howe and that'll be it, won't it? Blake, fucking Blake. I don't know, give it a few weeks and Lampard will, have a, will be a Champions League winning manager as well, technically. He gets a medal. So, will, he, will he turn yeah. up in full kit? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No, that's JT. He's on his way. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, nine years ago today. What a wonderful day. May 19, 2021. 2012. 2012. <laughs> this is 2021. Who yeah. knows? Numbers. They're anagrams of each other. So Let's move on. Do the bluffer. Do the bluffer. Do, 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 do,
that's just the spite in me. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm slightly upset that I assumed with your gerrymandering of the scores recently, I assumed there'd be numerous emails and tweets coming in saying, oh, you can't do Ian over like that. Oh, nothing. No one cares. No, no one cares. Gives a fuck. Everyone's in favor of that. Pete yeah, Paul's well, champ. Seems so. Pete Paul's champ. Seems so. So because yeah, I'm not upsetting. winning anything else. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is a this is a game where we do a best of three quiz between uh, we rotate the hosts and the other two. There's multiple answer questions that get asked. The other two have to bid to see who they uh, how many they think they can get, and uh, yeah, then we play the game out like that. So uh, the first category that I've got for you is according to StadiumTalk.com. This is the top twenty cheese rooms watched. No, <laughs> watched sporting events by T worldwide TV audience. Um, now I don't need like the specific event, i.e., if there's a recurring sporting event, I don't need to know which year was the biggest, you know, uh, right. biggest watched one. Uh, just just the event in question. I don't need to know a year or anything. So um, I'll be, I'll be quite uh, lenient uh, depending on how the answers come. I've got the top twenty though, so. Yeah, so we go to we'll go to Chuck first. Uh, what's okay. your bid? So before, so the most watched sporting event, like in history yeah. ever. So basically, yeah. So if I if I take a uh, an example of uh, a sporting event that has lots of different events, basically they've taken the highest watched one and then placed it like that. Five, I will say five. Chuck says five. This is out of twenty. Yep, top twenty. Yep. I'll go seven. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Cool. Impressive. Twelve. Twelve. There's no, there's no writing down either here. I'm impressed, unless you're doing it on an iPad or no, something. No, we both go off the dome, bro. Yeah, I will Impressive. let Oscar have it. Okay, so Oscar needs to name 12 of the top okay. 20 uh, most watched Television, worldwide television audience sporting events. With the caveat for myself that I only had four. <laughs> yeah, I have were... six. I have six right now. So. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> Ian's like, I don't know how you two live. I don't know how you play this game. I'm having anxiety just from On thinking about it. So alien to me. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get this going. I got the World Cup. So how many you got to get? Twelve. I gotta get twelve. Fuck! I'm, there's no way I'm getting twelve. World Cup. Yep, uh, the FIFA World Cup is second on the list. Uh, the 2018 World Cup had a worldwide audience of 3.57 billion. All right, the World Cup, World Cup of Cricket? Fourth position. Fourth. Yep, 2019 oh, had okay. 2.2 billion. Um, uh, ooh, Summer Olympics? Summer Olympics is top. 3.6 billion oh, viewers. Oh, okay. Uh, Winter Olympics? Winter Olympics is fifth with 2.1 billion viewers. Uh, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is 10th. The 2015 Super Bowl had 114 million worldwide viewers. This this drops off a cliff. Yeah, yeah it, it really, really does. does. Um, if, in fact, that's the point. It drops off a cliff, actually. <laughs> the Baseball World Series. The World Series Oof. is 11th with the 1978 World Series was watched by 44 million people. Oh, terrible year. Fuck that year. Um, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um, oof, fuck, I'm out Six of more. things. Um, the, All right, now you're freewheeling. <laughs> yep, the Stanley Cup, the hockey finals. Oh, 20th place. Oh. The 2013 Stanley Cup final was watched by 5.8 million people. Um, the NBA finals. 15th position, 29 million viewers in 1998. Okay. Um, shit, what's the biggest tennis thing? I'm going to say Wimbledon? 19th. The oh 1980 Wimbledon final uh, got 8.4 million fucking viewers. Fucking shit. Three more. Three more. Ah, this is going to get me, I think, but I'm going to say Formula One. The Grand Prix final, or the, <laughs> the, the final of the Formula <laughs> One championship I'm gonna race. I'm going to step in here because that's just like saying uh, my answer is football. 
<laughs> That's not okay. Uh, the Grand Prix. Which which one? They're all Grand Prix. There are none anyway. So uh, okay. Chuck, Chuck takes an early lead. All right, um, all right. fair enough. There, there was there there was some motorsport NASCAR? in there. Um, Daytona five hundred. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Indy five hundred. So that yeah, da- Daytona five hundred in two thousand six got nineteen uh, million worldwide viewers. Was rugby viewers. there? I would have guessed the rugby world. The rugby, Cup. World, the Cup. rugby world Cup was really Fuck. high. Actually, twenty nineteen uh, got eight hundred and fifty seven million viewers. Holy so shit! Yeah, really yeah. high. Like surprisingly high. Wow. It's because it's um, the main sport in in South Africa, Australia, so many, New Zealand. Yeah, so uh, many Japan countries, was in yeah. it and did really well. Um, yeah. Um, long shot, but yep. the X Games. Tony Hawk? The X Games, yes. That would have been one. I'll give you oh a ding. Oh, my God. I'm at 12. <laughs> Fuck. Sympathy yeah, uh, that 43 million viewers in 2010. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really, really popular here. Definitely more than 5 million. Uh, Fuck. What, what else Either way, that's 12. Because I'm trying to think Any of sports. Uh, the Handball World Championships. <laughs> no. Water no. polo. <laughs> No, uh, I will. The Masters Golf. World Finals. God, love that. Uh, no, Masters. I heard Masters Golf there from Oscar. That's 18th, yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck, I had 13. Fuck. Uh, 15 million viewers for the 1997. I think that was the Tiger Woods uh, win. All right, let's move on. Now I'm just mad. I had 13. Okay, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just go through them quickly. Yeah, 17 was a Kentucky Derby. Okay. Um, 14 was the College Football Playoffs. Uh, eighth was the um, Asian Games. Uh, seventh is UFC. It's got nothing specific there, but they've got 1.1 billion viewers, I reckon, across all formats. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Sixth was boxing, uh, specifically 1978, Muhammad Ali versus Spinks, 2 billion viewers. And then the third one, if you would believe this, which I struggle to, 3.5 billion worldwide viewers for the Tour de France. Wow. That I never in a million years would have guessed Tour no. de France. I probably no, would have that's if crazy. I got into that mindset, I probably would have said like London Marathon over Tour de France. But that's just yeah. because of how arrogant and anti Europe I am, guys. And yeah. we didn't we didn't vote for it. So don't want to tour France. <laughs> didn't want didn't want unlimited travel across Europe anyway. No, no. Who wants it? Um Yeah. That's frustrating. That's frustrating. That was a great that? category. Got a point. Thank you. <laughs> The potential right, so for a draw is on at the end of the season. <laughs> you have to let me win, be, Oscar. Could it be more exciting? <laughs> so let's. Uh, oh, if I Os- win, it's me versus Ian on the last bluffer of the season for the title. Yeah, right? but if that I win now, true. then it's you versus Ian to tie it and root for chaos. And yeah, root for chaos. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Th- okay, okay. okay. that's good to know. So I'm happy either way. Then I'll give. It, I'll say that in a way. Okay, so uh, it's Oscar's bid here. And this was given to me by Jeff Pedder. So, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> um, I am looking for the 14 original call signs in the film Top Gun. That's the, oh, I've never seen this fucking film. Oh, I'm obsessed with this film. You've never seen it, Chuck? I've never seen Top Gun. Ever. That's probably the movie I've seen the most. Oh, other man, than Star this Wars. is a gimme then. I... I there's been a, for our listeners who don't know we on the Patreon Slack. There's That's been a not lot fair. of movie chat. He even chat. knows and saw that I said and had issue with the fact that I said I'd never seen it. This is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> you took it, you prick. Go on. I've got do fourteen your bid. of them. Go on, say fourteen or thirteen, so I have to do all of them. <laughs> no. If you, if you <laughs> no, say no. if you say anything, I, I don't know because I'm just going to be making up words. So say whatever you want. I'll go. I'll start off small. I'll go five. Fine, I'll say six, just because I know you know loads. So I'm just going to. Are you going to push me all the way to fourteen? Is that how this is going to play? Maybe. I'll say seven. Eight. <laughs> oh, I really don't want to be an asshole and call you, but you're just going to keep pushing me up. And I know all fourteen, but like ah, <sighs> nine. <laughs> Ten. Don't be an asshole, Chuck. Don't be Ten. a fucking asshole, Chuck. <laughs> don't be an asshole. You just said you just said to me you know all fourteen. I'm I'm sure I do, but like I also would have to sit here and like. Make sure I don't miss one. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, why not? Um, what are we at, Ian? What I mean, are we if at you right bid, now? If you bid thirteen, I can't drive you to fourteen. <laughs> True. 
That is true. <laughs> um, nah, I'll go. What's the next 11? I'll go 11. 12? <laughs> 13? Your commitment to not being an arsehole okay. on this Oscar Okay, you can have it. 13. As you said, Chuck would have just been saying words. <laughs> I, know, I know two... For sure. I know two I'm, for I'm sure. I'm so sorry. I didn't, three, I didn't clock on the, on the chat that you had watched it. Now, this is classic, like, I'm going to shit the bed here, so don't is worry, Val Chuck, Kilmer you're probably in this? fine. Is, it Val, is Val Kilmer in the film? Yes, he is. Oh. Yes. Very good. How many do I have to say here? 13? 13. Four, you have to say 13, yeah. Okay. I literally just saw this movie on Friday. They re-released it with remastered audio, and I went to a Dolby cinema. I drove 45 <laughs> minutes to get there to see it. So Yeah, right. So... <laughs> Bear that in mind, listeners, for the context of this was the conversation that was going on about how it's Oscar's favourite film of all time. He's seen it a million times. He's just seen it at the cinema, and I've never seen it. All right, let's go in uh, chronological order of appearance on screen. So we'll start with Cougar. Oh, dear. Merlin. Maverick. I know that Goose. one. Goose. I know that one. <laughs> Charlie, I think, is the next person to see on camera. No, she's at the bar. I That's lied. I'm sorry. Sorry, boys. Um, Iceman. I knew that one. Hollywood. Viper. Jester. Uh, Sundown. Am I there yet? How many more do I need? Three more. You need three more. Uh, slider. I'm just putting my fingers up, assuming. Two more. Wait, oh shit, I'm blanking. Um Oh my god, I'm blanking. <laughs> Dopey. Uh oh, chopper. No, chipper, Happy. chipper, chipper, chipper. Oof. <laughs> you just saved yourself there. Yeah, I One more, it, I guess. And uh Wolfman. Was the last one Dasher. Stinger? Stinger, yeah. Dasher, dancer, prancer, vixen, Cupid, Comet, Donna, Blitzen. Yeah. Rudolph, well, there was some Jeopardy there, at least, I thought. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah. That okay, was terrifying. Well, this, this last, this is the decider then. This last category, which I think will Oscar's probably family favor, members? Will favor <laughs> Chuck more. So. Uh, I am looking for the top 15 uh, managers with the most games managed in the Premier League. Ooh. Whose bid is it? Me. Uh, Chucks. Top 15. Yeah, so you uh, go... Basically, it's everyone with over 300 games managed in the Premier League. Over 300, that's the that's yep. the lowest. Okay. That's the cutoff, yeah. Um, 15, I will say um, 8. 15, wow, you can have it. <laughs> eight. 8, I heard, is his actual bit. <laughs> 8... Now, you're going to know more than me, so it's just a matter of how far Will can I? I drive you up before you call me. Because I can think of, like, five. But I'll say nine. Ten? All right, go on, have it. Okay. Do you know ten? Are you close to ten? I'm just, I have no idea. Who knows? Let's I don't know out. ten. Um, <laughs> so Alex Ferguson. Second with 810 games managed. Arsene Wenger. First, with 828 games managed. Damn! And they are the only ones in the list who are single club managers in the Premier League. Spoiler alert. I'm already just getting into punt territory. I think third might be David Moyes. Fourth is David Moyes. Fourth is David With 581 games managed. Okay. Seven more, Chuck. Over 300... Uh, we'll say Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho is eighth, 363 games managed. Six more to get. Uh, who else has been in that league? Loads. I'm already struggling. Six um, more, bud. Six more. You're almost halfway. The problem is there were so many more stacked at the start of it. Um... What year did the Premier League start? 1992. 1992, Yeah. You are slightly less than halfway. <laughs> Oscar, your commentary is not helpful. <laughs> After the digs of a category that I had no shots with. That's not my fault. But thank you, Jeff. Genuinely. Um, I'm genuinely stuck. I got one. 
I don't know if it'll be there, but I, I have a suggestion to make. You, it's up to you if you want to say it or not. <laughs> um, I would I would have guessed Tony Pulis, honestly, if I was playing, but it's up to Wait. you if you want to go with that one or not. Maybe. Mind games, baby. Mind, Mind games. games. Is he there? Is he not there? I don't know. Uh, fuck. Roy Hodgson. Ninth place, 362 games, 146 of those with Palace. Okay, so that's 146 in four years. Um, <laughs> Big Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce is fifth with 535 games, a good over half of them with Bolton. Four more. You have the Tony Pullis option. There's been managers that have been around for ages, but... They've also just managed loads of clubs, so it's how long in between they were. Um, gonna say, uh, it's punts again. Alan Pardew? Yeah, surely. 14th yeah. with 320 games managed in the Premier League. 14th. So close. Three more, Chuck. Three, Three more. Um, this is good. You've left yourself a lot of the top 10, though. You have, actually. Yeah, there's a few still left, yeah. Mm. I'll say Tony Pulis. I'll say Tony Pulis. Why not? <laughs> 13, oh, 322 games managed. 190 of those for Stoke. I mean, yeah. Damn it. I didn't think he would be there. <laughs> <laughs> that backfired miserably. <laughs> Two more, Chuck. Two more. Um, this is a good category. It is. I'm really frustrated. Oh, just because he had couple of years with Southampton and then went to Spurs that's going to be tight if I say I'll see the say Pochettino yes yes no Pochettino does not make the uh, top 15 I'm afraid Uh, any more guesses from anyone um oh uh Keggy Kevin Keegan no sweet so Missing some big names. Harry Redknapp was third. Oh, uh, duh. 641 yeah. games. The weird uh, dealer himself. West Ham, Portsmouth, Tottenham. Um, Steve Bruce enjoyed oh, yeah, Bruce sixth yeah. place. Steve Bruce was close for me. I didn't. I don't know yeah, why. I didn't Birmingham so basically, City this was, was just a question awesome. of name the merry-go-round plus Arsene Wenger and Sir Alex. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Six is joint six was Mark Hughes as well. Yep. Um, tenth was Martin O'Neill. Uh, split fairly evenly between Leicester and Aston Villa, and a yeah. few at Sunderland. Uh, Rafa Benitez was eleventh. Benitez, Ooh. I was stuck. I, the, that, yeah. That's that. I could have gone for that. So Rafa Benitez and Steve Bruce would have gone. Pochettino was two hundred fifty-six, um, by the way. So oh right, not, not a million miles out. But. Yeah. Twelve was Alan Kerbishley. Fuck. Uh, you know when I said, you know when I said he them. definitely wouldn't have been there. That was Alan Kerbisley as well, right? This is that ridiculous. Thought, was it? I hate my life. Well done. Cheers, Jeff. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> son's crying. Uh, and fifteenth um, was fifteenth <laughs> was Joe Kinnear with three hundred and two games managed. Two hundred eighty-four of those Wimbledon. for Wimbledon. Ooh. Wow, there you go. So, so that puts uh, me and Ian level going into the last bluffer of the season. Uh, next week's for all the marbles, Ian. For all the marbles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you need your winning music, Oscar. Sorry. Yes, please. Thank it's you. It's up to you. Hey. Hey. New, New York. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. <laughs> Um, that is kind of perfect because we ended up tied at the end of the last of the summer edition of the bluffer and then like we couldn't decide our tiebreakers and you somehow snuck the title away in that <laughs> on tiebreakers but we ended up tied there so this is like a growing trend yeah. with the bluffer here there you go you who is so calculated and writes stuff down and me who's just flying by the seat of my pants it's a real Iceman versus maverick situation <laughs> yeah i'm ronaldo to your messi i'm uh, Stephen Hendry to your Ronnie O'Sullivan and other references you won't get. The, the wind yeah. to your wings. Um, anyway, uh, it's the last game of the season this week. Is it? There we yeah. are. It's finally it's fucking up. over. <laughs> it ha- it's crept up. This is just but what? It's it's crept up like we've been bollock naked 
dragging ourselves through a bo- bunch of broken whiskey bottles. That's how much is fucking crept up. Uh huh. Yeah, great metaphor for this. Jagged, season, yeah. jagged <laughs> fucking agony that is this season. Jesus. Yeah. Right. Arsenal, Brighton, Aston Villa, Chelsea, Fulham, Newcastle, Leeds, West Brom, Leicester Spurs, Liverpool, Palace, Man City, Everton, Sheffield United, and Burnley, West Ham, Southampton, and Wolves. Man United, the last hurrahs, as it were, for Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United. Bye. Uh, before we get back another three teams that we didn't fucking want last year. Um, top of the league's done. <laughs> it's really, it's Chelsea Villa, Leicester Spurs, and Liverpool Palace that's, that, that you've got to keep an eye on. There's your narrative. Yeah. Um, the mob teams involved in the last weekend. That's always nice. Yeah, that's true. To have some form of contribution, maybe. Um, yeah, so that's... Uh, that's about it, I think, isn't it? Yeah. There's Garvey. Thank you very much for listening. Um, don't thank Jeff for anything. Um, <laughs> not happy. Say goodbye, Oscar. Too close for missiles, I'm switching to guns. Right, no idea what that means. Um, <laughs> say goodbye, Ian. Bye-bye. And big thanks, Nate Whitham, protector of the realm, defender of morals and men. Um, fighter of the good fight what bye <laughs> <laughs>